That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Happy Mario Day. It is 3-10-2023. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by NYC Jimmy Diva Issa, Mr. Alfred Kanawa tonight to talk about SmackDown and Rampage. Here we are on the road to WrestleMania. We got our first Hall of Fame announcement tonight. It looks like it's going to uh, play out beautifully against the oh, yeah. WrestleMania story. And uh, just so nice to see you both. Issa, your uh, camera's flickering a little bit, so I think like the ring is going to hijack your feet or something. No, it's Uncle Howdy. It's Uncle Howdy. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I'm not getting the mask. That thing's too hard to breathe in. Uh, but... <laughs> We got a lot to talk about. Uh, welcome to the show. Like, share, subscribe, yada, yada, yada. Let's kick it off with the news. Let's go with the news in our top story tonight. Raj Geary has once again tweeted about <laughs> QT Marshall. <laughs> I'm, I'm only kidding. <laughs> if you want to lock into that, you lock into that. But we are here to talk about news. Uh, very fun feud. I'm not going to say anything uh, negative about it, but I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, WWE, to your point about the Hall of Fame, Glenn, has contacted names for the WWE Hall of Fame. They plan to do it after SmackDown the way I believe they did it last year, and mm, it's going to yeah. be a short ceremony. Uh, of course, Batista, I think, has been rumored, but uh, they're really keeping it close to the vest. Rey Mysterio, the first inductee tonight. Kind of weird because they usually don't induct an active competitor as they're doing with Rey, let alone somebody in the middle of a WrestleMania storyline. So we'll see. Just how much this plays into it. What did you think about the announcement? And who do you think is going to be next into the Hall of Fame, Isa? Buyaka! That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. I was very shocked with him being an active uh, performer. It doesn't make him any less deserving. He's been here 20 years. Uh, and sometimes we always talk about giving them their flowers while we still can. I'm, I'm not going to be against people getting inducted while maybe they're still around. I hope that Dom jumps in at the ceremony. Yeah. You know? And I I don't know who will be next because that took me by surprise. So I do hope to finally see Batista get his freaking Hall of Fame ceremony in a moment. So with Ray, here's, here's my thought on the Ray thing. To Issa's point, it'll be amazing if Dominic attacks him during the speech, if they really set this up. But the problem is... Ray Mysterio is so deserving of Hall of Fame. And part of me is like, does this make it better or should he get the real treatment? But given what the Hall of Fame is right now and given how it's, it, it is like it's, it's the SmackDown after show because WrestleMania is all weekend. Maybe this is the best way to incorporate this. But Ray better fight Dom WrestleMania weekend. I, I don't. No offense to Santos Escobar, but it's like that's not the match I want to no, see. No, I'd, I'd be shocked if that was the match. Yeah, uh, Dylan Matthews, though, calling it out, as always. Cindy Lauper would better be the celebrity inductee. Mm. So overdue. 
so overdue. It really is. She had a lot to do with WWE even being in existence today because a lot was riding on that WrestleMania one. And it was Mr. T and Cindy Lauper who brought mm-hmm. in the mainstream press. Yeah. So we'll see. But I uh, love Ray getting in. And that, that's what Issa thinks. No. Uh, Grandma Daisy, $2 Super Chat, Evil Doing Hardcore Holly 2023 Hall of Fame. Okay, we'll I would see. be mad at that. Matt Bourne in the Hall of Fame, I would be mad at that. The greatest doink of all time. I love Matt Bourne. But I, I kind of, I love the fact that they're doing what they're doing with Ray, that they're incorporating it with this WrestleMania storyline. But at the same time, this is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Like, he does deserve a yeah, legitimate ceremony. Saying. However, I do think that, especially if they wait until that's going to be the night that he finally puts hands on Dom. Yeah. I mean, it could be a pretty big segment. I know people are probably going to be engaged into watching the Hall of Fame to see what's going to happen with that storyline. So from a rating standpoint, I think it might be a good idea. But from a Rey Mysterio standpoint, he does deserve a little better than this. Who do you put in the dead be that Hall of Fame, though? <laughs> <laughs> I think probably a lot of wrestlers. Probably a lot of wrestlers. Yeah. Top contention for that, you know? <laughs> a lot of absentee fathers, you know? <laughs> That'd be a fun off. I'd want to see the speeches on that Hall of Fame. I want to <laughs> all the second generation wrestling talent come up and induct their their absentee fathers. <laughs> Just hear their grievances. Yeah, that would be amazing. That's what they should do for Father's Day this year. That should be the premium live event. WWE Father. I would get Shane O'Mac versus Vince. Shane and Stephanie versus Vince will be incredible. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the DiBiase family has been inducted. <laughs> I'm only kidding. oh no no. Um, why why are we this way yeah uh like but no, one I of think... us starts and it, we just keep making it worse and worse and worse so right. i think that one of us will like put a stop to it but no we just up the ante at whatever you know i love us i love the three of us just thought um do you think though because this ray angle could be the hottest thing depending on the on the class right so i could see cindy Lauper and batista like if they're not following the product be like what the what the what the f? Am, what's going on here? When do I get to do my speech? Everybody's <laughs> chanting "mommy," you know. Vicky Guerrero is coming out and getting involved in this. Like this could really hijack the Hall of Fame in a fun way. But I could see some of the other inductees feeling like, "Yeah, this is kind of taken away from my moment." That'd be funny if they haven't watched the product in a while and they think it's another like it, Dom comes into attack Ray and they think it's another Bret Hart situation where like it's some fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I bet. And I'm just putting this out there. And again, you know. Uh, broken clock right twice a day um i bet they do the ray induction on smackdown because the dom element is going to be so big and that could be you know one of the hottest things that night yeah yeah i think so i think oh if God, they build this up be, i can't wait i think it'll be good if they if they save off in terms of the physicality until that night it could mm-hmm. pop a good number and it'll be a great moment like headed yeah. right into wrestlemania I agree. Uh, Fat Matt, $5, saying, can we please call Strowman and Ricochet Monster Flight? I still like Team Little Big 2.0. I love Team Why Are They Still a Thing? That's what I like. I like Team Flippy Flopper. That's always goaded. Fat Matt saying China. Wait, isn't China in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, didn't she go in with DX? Yeah, but with DX, she hasn't gone individually as she should and deserves. That would be good. That would be nice. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens this year. What is uh, What else is going on in the news? Well, exciting news. We found out this week that 
backlash, WrestleMania backlash, will be in Puerto Rico, all because of our co-host, NYC Demon Diva Issa, who asked Triple H on camera, when are they coming to Puerto Rico? So they answered, thank you, Issa, for bringing backlash to Puerto Rico. And there might be another premium live event in Western Australia. Last time they went to Australia for a PLE, or at the time a pay-per-view or a WWE Network special, uh, they had Super Showdown in Australia in 2018. So it looks right. like they look to do a major stadium show soon in West Australia. Issa. I'm so happy. Uh, I got to talk a little bit about it on Wednesday, but I, I, I'm not going to get tired of talking about it. Uh, I'm very happy that they're coming here. It's been 18 years since New Year's Revolution back in 2005. That's the last time that we got anything televised from Puerto Rico. They have come back for house shows. Uh, Echoli, that's what we call that stadium. Please don't try to call it that proper name that they tweeted it by. We don't we do not do that here. Echoli uh, has a capacity of 18,500, and I know it will sell out, and I'm, I'm super excited to hear what it sounds like. I've been telling people, if you guys make it to Puerto Rico, that'd be great. If you don't, it's okay, too. I'm gatekeeping because I want the real Puerto Rican fans to be able to go and wow. attend this event and enjoy it. Just, and, you know, just you need to post screenshots of the humidity. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun, you know, and Bob Bunny's going to be the host. So I'm super excited. But on top yes. of that, like we have to talk about how you have that. And then after that, we have what? Uh, Saudi Arabia with King and Queen of the Ring. Then after that, they're going to London with Money in the Bank. Mm. Next three PLEs are outside of the continental United States, and the WWE is taking this global thing to a whole new level. You know what? I wonder if Triple H is doing this because he just he knows Vince won't do the travel. <laughs> That's, like, That's hilarious. He's like, the more like let's tour as far away from Stanford as possible. We're not playing the garden, we'll play the garden once a year because he's gonna show up for that, you know. Let's do WrestleMania next year in Jupiter. <laughs> Please don't put uh, ideas in their head. Randy Hawkins, $10. Ray can handle the attack from Dom at Hall of Fame. I mean, Kevin Nash threw himself headfirst in a trailer in 90s WCW so he can handle a Dom beatdown in a tux. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Ray's a real one, man. Yeah, yeah. What else is going on? Our final news story is from WrestleMania statuses, starting with Ronda Rousey. She has a hairline fracture, but it is oh. not believed to be serious enough to keep her out of WrestleMania. She's still expected to be at WrestleMania, but it might be a photo finish. Kofi Kingston, sadly, he's out for five weeks and will mm. miss WrestleMania with an ankle injury. So prayers to Kofi. And then Alexa Bliss. This is an interesting one. She was believed to be on a hiatus, but she went on Twitter and corrected a fan saying, quote, I am not on a hiatus. They know where to find me, end quote. So something weird's going on with Alexa Bliss. She's not being used. She doesn't seem like she's being figured into this Bray Wyatt storyline with Bobby Lashley. I don't know if Bray Wyatt's being figured into that storyline because he's barely on TV. So I don't know what's going on with Alexa Bliss. Uh, what say you, Issa? Uh, what's a hairline fracture? Uh, this is an arm injury from the oh, okay, okay. something around your arm. Uh, I hope she's gonna make it. Um, yeah, this Alexa Bliss thing is weird. The whole thing with Bray is weird. Um, I missed the QR code tonight, so I need to go back and see what social media said the QR code was. But we'll see what they do with Bray. It seems like not a lot of people want to be involved in the Bray Wyatt storyline now, huh? <laughs> kind of nuts, <laughs> kind of nuts. Uh, anything else? That is your news. There we go. That's the news. Man, a lot of wrestling tonight. A lot of building. Really? Just a lot of it. Okay. A lot of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs>
We opened the show with the recap of what happened Monday on Raw. Jimmy and Jay beating up Sammy, the Usos, together again. Yeah, it was great. I don't get tired of seeing it. I bet you feel the same way, Glenn. I mean, it's kind of crazy. They, you know, are trying to use Sammy to get Cody over at this point. <laughs> I love that. That is so adorable. They're just hoping. Cody's not over Because an entire arena, we're not chaining for Cody. I mean, the entire I, Cody arena, didn't, they didn't even pop for him tonight. They were waiting for Roman's music. They popped after for Sammy. That, after that horrible bait and switch that WWE did on their fans today, pretending Roman was going to be there. Yeah, I got to tell you, horrible reaction for, for Cody, but we'll get into that. Great reaction. They were unanimously chanting for Cody. I just love the fact that, I mean, nobody can argue about Cody Rhodes drawing ratings, which he does. It's fact. They can't argue about Cody Rhodes drawing numbers at live arenas. He does. It's fact. He makes records. Nobody can argue that he's even over because every week you're seeing on TV, whether it's Canada, Africa, Jupiter, wherever, they're chanting Cody, Cody. So you have to twist yourselves up in these little knots and make things up. And I personally love it. He makes records like he Swiss beats. Come to Puerto Rico, the yes. shining star of the career. Yes, Sunny Sitar saying Primo and Epico need to have oh. a Puerto Rican timeshare gimmick and reappear on WWE. Yes. I want one of those brochures. If anybody has a Shining Star Resorts brochure that they were giving out like in 2016, please, I will give you like ten dollars for one, maybe twenty. Wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah, uh, Kelvin R. Alexander, two dollars, saying Uncle Dave spreading misinformation again. I don't even know what he do now. Yeah, let's uh, let's get an update on that. What is he saying? Is he reporting? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I was reporting on Raj and QT Marshall. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? I saw Raj and QT Marshall going at it. My first thought was like, that's a work. They're just trying to. Raj is gonna try and you know they're gonna do some indie wrestling event in Colorado or something like. Hey, you don't want it with Friday Night Raj. Yeah, it's true. You don't want it with Friday Night Raj, the most dangerous man in sports entertainment. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So the first match that we got tonight uh, was Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus Karrion Cross versus Ellie Knight versus Xavier Woods. Fatal five-way for the Intercontinental Championship qualifier to face Gunther at WrestleMania uh, with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Wait, how did Sheamus and Drew McIntyre win this? They won at the same no. time. They both. Oh, that's right. That's right. Different yeah. opponents. It was a dusty finish, which is very fitting. Yes. Seeing as Dusty Rhodes will figure into Cody Rhodes winning that WWE title for Roman Reigns before he goes away again and misses shows. Yes. I hope Cody has you on payroll, Alfred. No, no, no. I, I just legitimately like Cody Rhodes. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with enjoying a neck tattoo and some charisma? You guys always talk about charisma on this podcast. I want charisma back with the WWE championship. Is that a problem? You just want to lick that tattoo and taste it. Are you on Sami Zayn's payroll? He doesn't look like he could pay anybody with those hoodies he's been wearing. He's probably paying you in shekels. <laughs> shekels. <laughs> this is anti-Semitic, but Sammy's not even Jewish. I mean, so. Oh, I didn't even know that was a Jewish <laughs> thing. I just shekels. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think that. Uh, uh, I was, so I was watching this match and we were ordering Olive Garden where one of you, where I think you guys will be going for a meal after Issa wins the bet WrestleMania weekend. Olive Garden? No, I believe that's going to be Applebee's, Mr. Glenn. You're sadly mistaken. We'll see. Uh, oh, uh, Calvin said $2. The Alexa Bliss story, Dave was capping. Again, when did capping become slang for lying? It makes no sense. 
I like it. It's short cap. You can wear the hat emoji. But it's like, but it's like crap. Why can't you just say? I mean, it's just. I, I just don't get it. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Yeah, I'd like to know the etymology behind how it became capping. Like, what is? Maybe it's short for something. What is? Is it? I don't know. Maybe we can get, get Dave it. Meltzer to investigate that. I first heard it uh, in that song by I won't say her full name, but by Big K. That's where the first time I heard Cap used in slang, and now it's everywhere. Everybody's talking about Cap. Um, so yeah, Dusty Finish, Drew, and Sheamus go on. Uh, they're gonna face. Well, they're gonna have to figure out. Probably, probably. You think it's gonna be a, a triple threat, and Gunther's yeah, gonna stack them and pin them. I mean, here's the thing. It's weird because this is how much wwe can do no wrong with its fan base because they did these dusty finishes and usually this will get booed when there's like two winners and nobody knows people will boo but the fans were chanting triple threat so they're mm. right there in lockstep and where they're going with the storyline and i expect another dusty finisher maybe a double count out or a double dq to where they're gonna both challenge gunther okay solid solid man I want to see a big mini man slapping meat.com. Did you register that yet? Did you get that? No, not yet. <laughs> Got to make that happen. Got to make it happen. Um. So, yeah, uh, Randy Hawkins saying Dave Meltzer wishes Alexa goes to AEW. Oh. That's a breaking news story there from Uncle Randy. The best <laughs> uncle in wrestling. Better than, I don't know why people call him Uncle Dave, but Randy's my only uncle in wrestling. It's true. Wow. Um, so when I saw this match was good, got a little late start tonight, but what'd you think? What'd you think of this match, Alfred? I liked it a lot. I'll tell you what, it took up most of the first 30 minutes of the show. Mm -hmm. And I was shocked that that much time had gone by. I thought that it felt like 15 minutes. Um, it definitely felt longer than the average match, but I didn't know it was that long. And I thought it was good. I once again thought LA Knight was really good in this match and they had some good stuff and I kind of could see that they were going to go with Drew and Sheamus and Gunther, and so I expected a finish like this. So I'm fine with it. Issa? I really like Xavier Woods in this match, actually. Yeah. I, I thought he shined. I, I really liked it. Um, I It really does make me realize how much they have not done with Karrion Cross since his comeback because yeah. I just could care less about him being a part of this match or not, which odd you know uh but yeah i i like the finish i want to see the triple threat we'll see how they manage next week but um, i was i was all in for this match and i thought everybody looked great except for carrying across carrying versus gunther if they really <laughs> let carrying go out there and do his thing would be i think very 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 yeah good. but you have to build carrying cross otherwise he just if you tell me carrying cross versus gunther now while i think the match will be good you know who's gonna win there's no way that carrying cross has a chance you have to build him up yeah, if we had like NXT cross, sure. Yeah, and that's because they built him up. They no, had him we be had undefeated. The guy with the suspenders and the and the freaking helmet thing, that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> um Okay, so Dylan Matthews is saying in the early 90s, cap meant to brag or exaggerate. A cap is something you wear or a bottle cover. So at the peak, the top's exaggerating, hence lie. Okay, so back in the uh, 80s, when we used to say you were capping on someone, that was like cutting them down or insulting them. You know, and it's funny because then shooting someone became putting a cap in your ass. <clears throat> yeah. Regardless of where you actually shot them, it was always in your ass. And that was a 90s thing. So every oh, 10 years, cap gets a different cap word. Cap gets reinvented. So Crazy. in like 10 years, it'll be a racial slur. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Here's what I want to know. And you couldn't you couldn't do this as a brand because it'd be tough. But why did nobody someone just open an Etsy shop and you just make a cigarette cover box that just says mother effers? And so people can say, excuse me, I need to smoke this mother effer right here. You know. <laughs> why was that never? That brand would have been huge. You Dr. Still Dre, start it. Dr. Dre could have made more money doing that than he did with beats. <laughs> oh, mother effers by Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Has a nice ring to it. Yes. Um, this promo with Caleb Braxton, Paul Heyman is second only to Alfred Kanawa in putting Cody Rhodes over. He's cutting the promos <laughs> against Cody, but at the same time, like he is essentially Cody Rhodes' mouthpiece at this point. I mean, he's definitely Roman Reigns' mouthpiece because he wants to get a better promo way he's than doing Roman Reigns. It. But the way he's doing this for Cody, these yeah. promos are hyping up Cody. I mean, uh, what did you think of it, Alfred? No, as they should be. I, Paul Heyman is a pro, and what you do, even in a storyline where you're feuding with somebody, you got to build them up. Because if you say that they're a piece of trash, garbage, it's like, well, then why would I want to see them fight at WrestleMania? So, Paul okay, Heyman so as a professional. That's what did to Austin Theory. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not backing that. I don't know what they're thinking with that, but I know, you know they do a lot of. You can see like how, the right way to do it and how not to do it in the same like in the yeah. same in the same week. <laughs> Exactly. It's like the same staff. They should know better, but I don't know what they're thinking. Maybe they have a long-term plan for this, but yeah, it was the anti-John Cena promo. Very well put. I mean, uh, Issa, are you hyped for this? You hyped for, for Cody versus Roman? Don't I'm leave the witness Roman like that. to retain. It's going to be great. I don't, okay. I'm not going to do the, I'm not going to do any more talking. I'm just going to let the action speak. Let Alfred do all the talking so he can embarrass himself at the end of this. So at the Olive Garden, <laughs> do you get the soup or salad, Isa? Salad, get... salad. Okay, interesting, interesting. I don't eat it, though. You know what we could but do? I, we plan, have... I plan on ordering everything. Because I'm a magnanimous man, when we're at Applebee's after Cody Rhodes wins, we could Postmates Olive Garden to Applebee's <laughs> to make you feel more at home. <laughs> we'll see, Alfred. Here's the thing about getting Olive Garden delivered is you start eating and you're like, oh my God, this is so good. And after like three breadsticks, you're like, I'm never eating food. I'm never even looking at food again. It's yeah. just too much. Then you get hungry and you crave those breadsticks. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because they're not great. That's the weirdest thing about, I mean, they're not like Cheddar Bay biscuits or anything. Oh, you know, to be honest, there is a Red Lobster here in England that, that slaps. And I would be open to getting those Cheddar Bay biscuits instead of Applebee's. Going to visit Cheddar Bay one day. We love oh, so good. Uh, Randy Hawkins, please $10. Don't read that. Don't read that. He read paid it slow, ten dollars after Heyman's promo tonight. I am starting to feel Roman is not <laughs> the bloodlines leader, but Paul Heyman is. Let's go, Randy. Roman is part of the Heyman Kiss My Ass Club. <laughs> Sorry, Issa, don't attack me. No, you don't gotta apologize. That is a paying customer, as our uncle, and he's absolutely right. I completely agree with every word that we just read in that great take by Randy Hawkins. Listen, Cody Rhodes draws more money to this podcast than Roman Reigns does. I mean, what left is there to criticize about Cody Rhodes? So, Cody, Cody Mysterio, Rhodes doesn't even know how to take his shirt off. It took him like 20 minutes. <laughs> he did struggle with that shirt. And there was still a piece of the shirt around his wrist. Too. He can't even wrestle his shirt off. You think he's going to oh, beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? Please. Cody is so over that even his shirt doesn't want to let him go when he's trying to take it off. That's how over he is. Everybody loves Cody. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, uh, 
we had the announcement for the first Hall of Fame entrant, which is Rey Mysterio. Interrupted by Dominic Mysterio. Huge heat. Huge. Like, Can you please is... say Buyaka, Glenn? Buyaka. Thank you. That, that's not on Duolingo. I should get them to add that. You know? Yeah. Yes. Um, what's POD up to now? The band. I don't know, but I will say I underrated. I didn't hate yeah. their music. Didn't hate their music. There you go. <laughs> um anyhow uh th- them and saliva had the dueling like here comes the boom songs yeah yeah, yeah. i think i think pod won though they did yeah, yeah for sure um so uh this promo though was uh i mean th- this is the problem right this this was ray's moment and this was dominic's segment this is Dominic's storyline and Legato coming is. out with Santos being like, you need to respect your father and yada, yada. Like Ray is a legend, but it's kind of weird that in his hall of fame storyline, like he's, he's there, but he's, he's not the star of this. And maybe they decided because him saying nothing makes him seem it, it works better than anything he could say. Does you know? it? Well, but that's the problem. What's he going to say to Dominic? Dominic, I love you. I've always loved you. I wrestled because I wanted to provide for you and our family. <laughs> this is my Rey Mysterio. Yeah, it's like a robot. Yeah, but, but so Ray's kind of like, he's, he's, he's a little more charismatic than that, but he's very, me- like, he won't sound like a heel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like and he can't defend it because, again, that's the defense and all of it, you know? I don't think Ray necessarily needs to say anything. It, he does need to say he, something. He needs to grab that mic and say, escúchame, canto de mamabicho, te voy a hacer una cosa. Yo pagué todos tus biles toda tu vida. Así que te vas a callar la boca y vas a hacer lo que yo diga. That's it. Sí. Can you translate for us? Glenn, can you translate no, what she no, just said? No. no, no, no. no. Uh, <laughs> what would Ray say based on the Spanish I know? Uh, uh, Dominic. Tu esta mi hijo. Uh, <laughs> to m- muy intelligente, Twi, uh, to muy elegante, to muy interesante, me gusto mucho. I like you a lot. See, I can translate Glenn. Yes. Oh, you can, tra- but not me? Not, no, you're too good at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he would say, like, uh, uh, Per, uh, para mí, para tú, para dos. Contigo, contigo, contigo. Contigo, <laughs> contigo, mi amigo. <laughs> I think they're booking race promos the way they're doing with the physical, where he's not getting physical just yet because there's a time and a place, and he's not cutting that ESO promo because eventually he's going to have to lose it and then yell at uh, Don. They're building this up he really slowly. Looks like a p- p- pussy. <laughs> I like this story. I, I mean, he. I know people want him to attack Dom, but I think, I mean, not I think, I know that's exactly what they're going for. They want you to want him to murder Dominic. Yeah. Yes. We would love to see it. But, but Dom's going over Dominic. Though. I love everything Dominic's doing right now. Me so. too. And that, a lot of that has to do with, with what Ray is also doing. So. But, but seriously, Vicky Guerrero needs to get involved in this. Oh, I love that. The, they, I, I know they the, did drop Eddie Guerrero. Today, I know so. that that is the only thing that will take this even more to the next level. 
That could be the finish. Is that I mean, I'm kind of guessing Santos Escobar might turn heel and might screw Ray at WrestleMania, but I could see Vicky Guerrero making a run in at WrestleMania if indeed her contract is up by then. Uh, Kevin R. Alexander, $5. I'm thinking that booking backlash in Puerto Rico is to soften the blow for a certain Roman stand because Cody is winning at Mania. <laughs> it's true. Bad Bunny is going to be very upset when Roman, Reign, <laughs> Roman Reigns loses that title. You know, somebody asked me uh, the other day, they were like, well, how is the crowd going to react to Cody? And I was like, Cody? Cuban Cody? He ain't getting booed here. What are we going hear of Cody Rhodes? <laughs> He's from the neighboring islands. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this led to a match. Judgment Day with Ray Ripley versus Legato Del Fantasma with Zelina Vega. And Judgment Day getting that win. Yeah. Define match. Dominic Mysterio quietly has one of the longest win streaks in all of wrestling. I can't remember the last time he lost. I think the Dominic Ray storyline is is now better than the Bloodline storyline. I think the Bloodline storyline peaked in Montreal. What kind of take is that? It is. Did you see Raw? I watched the clips of it, yes. Well, I mean... That storyline still got a lot of juice. I mean, you know what? It's a fair take. It is provocative. And you could probably make the argument from a heat standpoint, Dominic alone, I will say, he might get just as much, if not more heat than the bloodline, which mm -hmm. still would be a wild thing to say. But I think both angles are doing really well. It's not, I don't think one is failing over the other. I think they're both really good. I just feel, I just, I don't get it. I just don't get it now. I just, I, I feel like I really had a good read on what was going on, but now Jimmy and Jay, and then when's Kevin getting into this? Like, what do you mean? You know, that's exactly what you're saying. What's going to happen? Are you surprised that Jay Uso, we've been talking about this for months. Jay Uso is going to turn heel. It's going to be the Usos against Kevin and Sammy. Kevin's going to come back and join Sammy when he realizes he needs help to beat the bloodline and they're going to win those titles. Okay. But this reminds me of like a Marvel movie where I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know what's going to happen. The good guys are going to win. Can we just get to the mid credit scene and tease what's going to happen next? That's all I have to look forward to. Sorry, Quantumania. I had higher expectations for you. <laughs> That's what it's what starting I to feel like. What I do like is that even though we have been predicting this, like, you know, I'm not shocked that Jay Uso turned heel, but the way they did it was so well done that when but, he did turn, I was like, whoa! But because when he was hugging Sammy, that would have been the more interesting story. We said this before, Jay and Sammy versus Solo and Jimmy... I'm sorry. That's way more interesting than Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos. I think it's a little only because the Usos have been champions for this whole time. It would be a letdown that that's how they lost it. Is that with a you know flip flop tag team, a makeshift tag team loses this historic run? But he could have turned on him then. He could have turned on him then. Then you could have had Kevin come out at Mania in the moment and then done that. Yeah. You know. Or they could have done that in between. I don't know. I mean, I'm just a little, like I said, I'm just a little disappointed. Are the Usos going to retain Isa? Of course they are. Okay. Wow. Kite high. $5. Roman is a cheater. His whole title reign is a joke. Whoa, they're turning on Roman. Isa, you got to control these people. Yeah, the whole joke is that that money's going in my pocket. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Randy Hawkins, $5 saying. Ways. Randy is saying Dominic attacks Ray at Hall of Fame. Then Vicky shows up and does the Issa promo. Uh, <laughs> hell you know yeah. what? Ray, Uncle Randy's on fire. And that's another great take. I, I like that. 
Absolutely. Um, so the Viking Raiders took on Braun Strowman and Ricochet and won. Braun Strowman and Ricochet, the team that looked like they could have been, you know. They could have been what, Glenn? Well, I mean, they were contenders for the tag team titles. Hasn't everybody been? That's true. I mean, they only have so many tag teams. Um, <laughs> the Viking. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, come on. The, I mean, we've talked. Uh, we've said everything needs to be said about the Viking Raiders, and I don't want to be yeah, the dead. They're still not horse. clicking. They're still not clicking. Very well, random. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Randy Hawkins, five dollars, saying WWE should have a post-credit scene on Peacock or YouTube. Mm-hmm. I like when they show what happened off the air or when they do the yeah. trademark bug and then keep going yes. and it's a swerve. That's always, that's, fun. that's their version. That's what I was thinking about when I saw that super chat is WWE's version of the post credit scene is what triple H would do in NXT where he would show yeah. you like they're going off the air, but you stay tuned because something might happen. And usually something did. And it was usually a big angle. Yeah. Oh, we never got, the I, one don't, I don't stop watching shows now. Like I don't yeah. stop watching. PLEs or pay-per-views until it's off off the air because of NXT. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the Viking Raiders won. Yay! Let's go! Let's go to Renfair, everybody. <laughs> Are either of these teams gonna like how is this gonna figure in a WrestleMania? Are we doing they're, they're the not, Andre the Giant? They're not. Why are you even asking that? They're, they're gonna maybe they'll get comped, not floor seats, but maybe they'll get comped. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know. I feel like every segment that we've seen, now we're in like the home stretch, so every segment should figure into something that's going to happen at WrestleMania. And this was the first. It stood out like a sore thumb. First segment where it's like, why are these two teams fighting? Where are they going with this? And there's there's no storyline to this. And why did they bring Sarah back when, I mean, what what's, oh, tonight she put a spell on Ricochet. Oh, and, God. Poor so they, pretty they're Ricky. Stealing, they're stealing NXT gimmicks now. Yep. <laughs> with Alba yeah. and Isla, you know? That would be good. Actually, bring up Alba and Isla and put them with, with Valhalla and have them have a coven. A coven gimmick would be solid. Although I'd prefer it was more inspired by the craft rather than the Valhalla gimmick, which is just ripping yes. off Yellow Jackets. Yes. Which is back in two weeks, by the way. Coming Yellow Jackets. I can't wait. Yellow, Yellow Jackets. Check it out. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. So, um, oh, McIntyre's going to square off with Sheamus is what Pierce said, but I have a feeling it's going to be a triple threat. Yes. It better be. Yeah. 
Charlotte wanted a opponent. Uh, Charlotte looking like Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman from the Fantastic Four in that blue suit, yeah. looking fabulous. <laughs> uh, wanted great. an opponent tonight. By the way, speaking of Marvel, you guys, you guys, you guys put this Marvel Snap game on phones. No. Oh my no. god! I'm, I'm, like it's super addictive. I wish mm. I hadn't discovered it. It's kind of like Magic: The Gathering. They're different locations. You get different superheroes. It's like a better version of the WWE SuperCard game, but it's so good because each card has different powers. Yeah, just thought I'd ask. I know a lot of other people that it's like, like we got to stop playing this game. Check it's, that out. It's, too good as a distraction but charlotte looking like a million dollars tonight and uh she had a match against shotzi like a competitive match that raya came out and caused a bit of a distraction during um charlotte of course got the win but i'm glad she let shotzi get some get some moments in tonight yeah it's good for Shotzi, but you know, it was more of a showcase for charlotte and i've kind of noticed like this is triple h's style that he doesn't want anybody touching on the road of WrestleMania, like last year, Charlotte's right. feud was her and Ronda were like brawling everywhere every week. Mm -hmm. But now when you see Sh uh, Charlotte and Rhea haven't touched, Ray refuses to touch Dom, Cody and Roman haven't touched because Roman's scared. You know, they're not having any Lesnar and Omos haven't touched. Nobody's touching until WrestleMania. That's like a Triple H staple that I've noticed. So do I spill? <laughs> but <laughs> I did like, like to be touched. I did like, uh, <laughs> Charlotte going, Rhea, look at this, right before she locked in the figure four. Yeah. Like, I, I'm here for them, like, showing off to each other until we get to WrestleMania. I, I am excited for this match. And and I thought everybody looked great here. The I'm challenge just glad that Rhea didn't get in and cut Charlotte the match because that would have been, you know, the, the typical. The problem with the Rhea-Charlotte thing is that the best moment of this so far was the Dominic-Charlotte face-off two weeks ago. I don't know if we're going to top that. And Charlotte hitting back at Dominic so hard. That was so good. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to have. They should have some big segments. I feel like they, her and Rhea have yet to have a big moment together. It just yeah. kind of, and I think they're going to have an incredible match, but I feel like they need to do more to build heat for it. Absolutely. Randy Hawkins, $5, saying Valhalla cursing Ricochet felt too much like Dan Housen. Mm, gimmick infringement. Ooh, good point. I mean, they never go all in with these things. Again, like we talked about this before, we had a supposed time traveler in NXT. They never did anything with it. They like the, if you spray mist, they'll they'll run that into the ground. But if you have a curse gimmick, because the I guess the problem is you can't go in with it because if you had some sort of powers like that, you there's no reason for you not to win all the time and be champion, right? Uh, Sheldon Jackson 499 taking issue by uh, me saying Charlotte versus Shotzi was competitive. It wasn't a good match, and I like Shotzi, but her matches just aren't clicking, and it's always a miss. I don't think it was as smooth as possible, but what I'm saying is this wasn't a squash. Charlotte Flair should be out there dominating. I mean, if, if you're just looking at raw athletic ability, Charlotte versus Rhea like makes sense in terms of I'm talking about superpowers like colliding in the women's division in a, in a shoot fight. Charlotte versus Rhea would be brutal. Charlotte, though, given all her skill, all her athleticism, and again, I love Shotzi. Uh, she's very good friends uh, with the best man from my wedding. They used to do a podcast together. That's how I discovered her and became a, a fan of hers. But I'm saying that Shotzi tonight, like, got it in, but there was no reason just based on the booking of the characters. I mean, Charlotte's S tier, you know, and Shotzi is, is booked like a B tier competitor. 
I see a point. I see a point. And I see his point, too. I think there's something about Chatsy that hasn't clicked. Um, but, yeah, I think Charlotte has been having competitive matches, not just with Chatsy tonight. She did it with the few matches that she had with Sonya as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not having her just go out there and squash people. Just run the Rousey when she won the title. That's about it. Kelvin <laughs> <laughs> Alexander saying, Dom is a menace on both shows. Yeah, I love is. it. Love me some Dom. And even the haircut, even that he has like that terrible haircut. That's not you know, a I wonder haircut. if they put him because the thing is with Gunther, I really want Gunther and Cody to feud after Cody wins. But you would think Gunther would have to win that match, and I really think Sheamus might win that Intercontinental Title, and they might give really? Sheamus that. No. So if really? Dominic Mysterio wins and he becomes a heel, winning out of WrestleMania, I wouldn't mind him feuding with Cody. Dominic Mysterio going for that world title. Oh, wow. imagine the wow. heat. This is this is this is this is what you want the future to be. This is how oh my god, this is why we don't need Cody to win. This no, is exactly why Cody's Cody no winning. You guys will love it. You'll be eating out when of our Cody, hands with the spirit. When Cody loses, he, he and Do- he no, he and Dominic should form a tag team called Daddy Issues. <laughs> and one of them really loves their father and misses him, and the other one hates his father. Like it'd be oh, it'd be so good. <sighs> He brought the jokes. He's this is comedian Alfred in here tonight. Dom yeah. versus Cody, WrestleMania 40 in Philly. Let's do it. Let's book that. So uh Rhea got in the mic, uh, or got in the ring with the mic. And um, I mean the promo was good, but that's the it, it, like that was magical, Dominic and Charlotte. Magical. Yeah, was good. Look at the, was look magical. At magic. Did you watch that? Did you watch that promo? No. Okay, you need to watch. <laughs> Um, it was a fun segment, Issa. I think he's very much enjoying it. She was bringing up Andrade. She was yeah, like alluding to Andrade. Yeah, it was so good. And like Dominic said to Charlotte, like, you're a pretty girl. You should smile more. <laughs> <laughs> like that, 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 like that promo was when Dominic Mysterio became a man. Was in that promo. <laughs> I started taking him <laughs> way more seriously. Like that was, ne- that was like not quite MJF heel level, but Dominic was really freaking good in that promo that's funny yeah. i'll check it out yes um so jay uso explained why he turned on Sami Zayn. yeah it was a little off yeah the pauses were a little too long i felt like he was forgetting his line and that happened to charlotte too yeah. she stopped in the middle of her promo and like was like walking around because it sounded like she forgot and i think jay forgot what he was going to say at one point yeah, me too. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> but the thing calling Sammy selfish, I mean... I, Sammy this is, is selfish. He's not. Sammy's motivation is so clear for why he did what he did. What's his motivation, Glenn? His motivation was that he believes Roman is a strong leader and he believes in the bloodline. He believes the bloodline is the best. But he believes that Roman took it too far. And sometimes to be a powerful leader, you could be merciful. But what he was doing to Kevin was cruel he was rooting for kevin the entire match no. i will believe your case if he wasn't rooting for kevin that entire match Ke- no. Se- sammy saying was given the world in a silver platter and he just like didn't know how to handle you know what sammy saying is somebody that doesn't know how to handle success he had it all hmm. it's relevant he was in the main event and he couldn't handle it he does not wow. what he's used to so he completely sabotaged himself he's the george costanza of wwe <laughs> correct <laughs> More the Larry David, but still, the point remains. Um, but no, I think that, I mean, all Jay had to say was like, you were my dog, 
but this is my family. I mean, like, boom. Yeah. He could have just accomplished it all that family. That. that is selfish. Yeah. Yes. But he took, he used like 30 words to try and say the same thing tonight. And well, they had a long time to go. So. <laughs> I do think there's a little gaslighting going on with uh, Roman Reigns, who has supremely gaslit the bloodline into thinking that Sammy is selfish. Yes. Uh, so Cody came out because, again, they're trying to give Cody some of that that Sammy rub tonight. Uh, Cody came out and uh, started talking to him and then like took off his shirt. Like he was on an episode of Cops. Like, let me take my shirt off and let's fight. Um, and then Sammy snuck in and the crowd. I mean, they popped for Cody, but they went like electric when Sammy ran into the ring. Same pop. The louder pop. I'm going to get a decibel meter and we're going to see where that was on each. It was okay. exactly the same, if not more for Cody. And it was Sammy's show, so you, you would think it would be more for Sammy, but they were very this excited to a, see Cody. This is not on Cody's business. And they were brawling, and what did happen at the end? Cody, Cody raised Sammy's hand. That's cute. Because Cody is trying to say, look at me. I'm a top baby face, too, like this guy. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Real baby faces don't have to do that and try and ride somebody else's pop. Sure they do. They're not writing somebody else's pop. He's saying, I'm a baby face. You're a baby face. Let's be baby faces together. Mega powers 2023. Actually, I would love to see an episode of Ride Along with Cody and Sammy. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And Sammy basically trying to very nice way be like, mm, I'm not saying you did, but you kind of stole my thunder. <laughs> you know? If anything, it would be the other way around where Cody already had the thunder and he got some of that from Cody and now they both have the thunder. That would be amazing if they were sitting there just both accusing each other and like yeah. weird awkward stretches of silence and you think they moved on but Sammy's like, you know, now that I think about it, here's another thing. Like, this would be the most <laughs> epic episode of Ride Along ever. They should bring that back. Do they not do that anymore? No, because I COVID, I don't know, Peacock, yes. something. That was a good show. That was like the cheapest show to produce. Kelvin yeah. accusing me uh, with the two dollars super chat saying that's cap. Yes, like it is cap. You know, we, we got to be fair to Cody Rhodes, and that's why I'm here on this podcast too, to keep the the fairness to Cody Rhodes. <laughs> keep the fairness to Cody. <laughs> um, so that was SmackDown tonight. We were on the road to WrestleMania. This is not Cody Rhodes' business. What's going on here? I did expect Roman Reigns to be on the show because they They falsely advertised that. Yeah. And the whole story is that, you know, Roman Reigns is going to be mad if Jay doesn't come back and Jay came back. So I would like to see Roman's reaction. No, I have a screenshot because we were switch and baited. And I will tell you exactly what they tweet said. Tonight on SmackDown, Jay Uso returns home. How will Roman, how will he be received by Roman Reigns? And what does this mean for the state of the bloodline? Tonight on Fox. That is wow. telling you that Roman was going to be there. Crazy, and I think, man. yeah, I think it might have taken away a little bit from this segment because we waited a long time. Like, don't have the, don't, don't do the segment if you can, if Roman can be there. Uh, I think we need to see how he reacts to Jay Uso at this point. Yeah. Unless we know that Cody's losing at WrestleMania and then Cody's going to go into a tag team with Sammy and you two are just going to be best friends forever when that happens. I don't know. <laughs> We'll team up on you. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, I think that at this point, Roman, it's like, you know, you got your vacation coming coming up, so you're just already leaving work at 3 p.m. in anticipation of your vacation. That's that's how Roman's feeling right now. 
He's checked out. He deserves some time off. He does. He deserves some time off. He should go off for six months with Cody carrying the company. I'm fine with that. It's going to be tough with that torn pack. It's surgically repaired, but I don't know if he can handle the weight of the entire company on it. Like, seeing how read much the super chat. Read the super chat. Ron Taylor. Welcome, Ron. Five dollars. Uh, saying Sammy turned on the bloodline for KO, who repeatedly turned on him. Sammy has selective outrage, don't we all? Yes, yes we do all have selective outrage, and um, I think the bloodline turned on Sammy before he ever turned on them. I thought he was being abused. I think he was being emotionally abused, and I think he got out of a bad, abusive situation i'll co-sign that um plus also it's like yeah you hear these stories all the time people go work for a company you say this was my dream i got my dream job and i worked there and i was like oh i kind of don't agree with everything this company does i don't like the person that i've become while i'm working here i think that was sammy's journey he got everything he wanted and then realized it was not all it was cracked up to be and he didn't like who he'd become Never meet your heroes. Yeah. Never become part of a family that you idolize, that you weren't <laughs> born into. Uh, did Issa freeze or is she just giving us a disproving glare? Uh, I, I literally couldn't tell. For the oh, last... no, she's frozen. She's, yeah, uh... I couldn't tell for like the last 30 seconds. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like this is this, this kind of works while, while we talk about Sammy and Cody. We could just, this, this could just be the Issa. It doesn't even need to be a reaction gif, just a reaction still of like, I'm so disappointed in you and don't believe you. Yeah, that's a good meme. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I liked this episode overall. Like I said, I started watching a little late. Uh, I was getting dinner figured out. Uh, but. I like where this is going with Mania. Love Ray and Dominic. Cannot get enough of that storyline. Yeah, I think it's a great... And I I can't wait for that pop when Ray Mysterio finally hits Dominic. It's going to be enormous. Okay, so what if... They're doing all these WrestleMania Hollywood vignettes. And you know what goes through my head? The quote from the Larry Sanders show of... Uh, when Larry's in sketches, the audience feels embarrassed for him. <laughs> That's what I think every time we watch one of these. I love that line. It's funny because he presented it as research. Like they when like, yeah. according to studies, the audience just feels like you studied this and that was yeah. the result of the study. But <laughs> you, okay, here's what they need to do. They need to get second generation talent and have Dominic leading a support group meeting with second generation real talent, everyone talking about their wrestler dads. <laughs> but what movie would that be spoofing? No, not movie. They just need to do this as a segment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forget the that. movie things. Just I want Dominic doing group therapy. <laughs> you know, and you know, Randy Orton will probably come back for a cameo and just sit there oh. and look like, you know, and, and you could get like you could get prom breaker just like looking miss like sitting there like hugging a teddy bear looking misty eyed. Like I love that. as everyone's talking about their childhood. He's so good. Dr. Shelby would have to be part of that too. Yes. Um, Issa apologizes. Her internet is not working. So she's going to give us the, the honor and privilege of talking about Rampage tonight. Giving the show the Roman Reigns treatment. Yes. Um, although the hottest AEW action tonight was on Twitter with Raj Giri and QT Marshall. Yes. Way more over than anything in AEW right now. That's, that is the feud AEW needs to be booking. That is a story they need to be telling. Raj didn't like the last five minutes of Dynamite. And somehow this turned into a discussion about ratings and Raj brought up numbers and then QT like trying to attack Raj. And it was just like, 
I don't know. I'd, I'd rather have Raj Geary's bank account than QT Marshall's at this point. Um, <laughs> like it was a really, it's really one-sided because I don't think QT was looking very good. And Raj kept saying, I'm going to stop paying attention to this. And then like, oh yeah, and another thing. I love when he goes, I'm looking at the tweets and like 40 minutes ago, I'm going to bed. Good night. And then it's like two minutes ago and another thing. <laughs> it was wild, man. So good. Raj DGAF at this point in his career. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Somewhere in there, Raj like challenged to pull up on QT. QT was talking about lawyers getting involved to sign a waiver. Like, I really hope these two grown men don't fight over wrestling ratings. My money's on Raj. I think Raj could take it. QT looks like he should be working at a pet boys. I mean, like QT doesn't look like, I mean, I'm not saying that he can't fight, but he does not look like the toughest member of the AEW roster. Usually those are the tougher guys, the guys who don't have so. like the big bodies or whatnot. And you can't really see them coming. They're usually the tougher guys. I will say if Raj got to have half of box wine, I, my money is on Raj. If yeah. he gets half box wine beforehand, Raj Thursday night, Raj all night. Raj has been posting gym selfies. Raj is looking pretty good. Oh, Raj is getting cut in his post-retirement. Raj can pay somebody to fight for him. My money is on Raj. Oh, so he's going to get a goon like what Shawn Michaels did. Is he going to bring yeah. in Johnny Gargano? If this whole thing is a work, I'm going to be very disappointed. Uh, we I feel like QT it. thought it was at first the way he was going, because QT has done this on his timeline where he, to me, it looks like he's facetiously going after people. But then it became into it just, just like an AEW storyline, which, you know, QT is one of the bookers. So, you know, you start off with a reality-based storyline and it works itself. Into oh, wait, he's, the way it has wait he's one of the bookers? Oh, that's even like them. <laughs> he's one of the power brokers. I, I don't know how much he books, but he is one of the top minds who puts the storylines together in AEW. Take what you will of that. Um, but Sammy Guevara versus Action Andretti opened in a fun match. Yeah. Action Andretti is very good. Yeah. And Sammy Guevara has always been great. I really enjoyed this. This was very good action-packed match. Kick things off with a bang. Um, Rampage is great with the hot open because the crowd is always so uh, just jacked after the main event of dynamite they're in sacramento this week first time aew in sacramento completing their california run and um yeah i thought this was a really hot open to the show and uh sammy winning i mean i would have been happy with the other guys but i think daniel garcia interfering sort of helped keeping andretti looking strong like i think it was good yeah i do have a problem with action andretti now pretty much being relegated back to being a jobber role where he gets this huge win over jericho and i don't think they've done a good job building on that you know, you oh, just, they, they might as well have had Jericho get his win back. Randy nine two seven two nine saying Raj brings in Matt Morgan as this Johnny Gargano. Oh, wow, Matt so Morgan's a huge QT Marshall fan, though. I was gonna say, so, yeah. So Matt turns on Raj. <laughs> See, this is good storytelling. I think they need to be doing this. They could be doing a lot with this. Oh man, this would be great. Um, so Jungle Boy Jack Perry has defeated Christian. He's passed his feud with Luchasaurus. He has had like a year's worth of personal feuds. Where should Jungle Boy go next? Well, he keeps teasing he's going to be chasing a title. So I'd imagine, I don't know if they put him with Hobbs. I don't know if they have, I mean, he's got millions of titles to choose from the AEW International Championship. Maybe that'll be part of it. So he's going to have a full buffet of titles to choose from. But I'm guessing wherever he goes next is going to be for a title because he's been teasing this for a while now. Yeah. Um, they should so, put him with Jade for the TBS title. I think Jade would beat Jungle Boy. 
I think she'd squash him, actually. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> Why? I mean, she's going to fight Bow Wow. Bow Wow's about the size of Jungle Boy. So let's <laughs> get this on. She say, I've beat her. No, I'm not going to say. No, I'm no, you got to say it. <laughs> I'm not going to write something for Jade. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, she is she is TBS. We know what that stands for. And she's beaten a lot of pretty, pretty bees in her life. And Jungle Boy Jack is just another one. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's my very safe for work <laughs> scripting of that promo. Uh, but no, I, th- I think it would be uh, <laughs> what a way to bury Jungle Boy. <laughs> like Jade versus Jungle Boy. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Speaking of QT Marshall, he was there with Powerhouse Hobbs, Powerhouse celebrating his TNT championship. Marshall says next week will be the debut of QTV, where they'll reveal the truth about who really broke into Wardlow's car. He's going to pin this on Raj. He's going to try to get Raj arrested, man. He's going to be like, <laughs> what was stolen from Wardlow's car? Did someone take the you radio? Didn't see this? No, they, his his car was legit broken into. Somebody smashed in the windows. They took his TNT title. They took his gear. Okay. So they had to have a makeshift street fight because he didn't have any gear. So he wore street clothes and then lost. This poor guy has cooled off so much. And that was Raj's problem. And I do agree with Raj in what he's saying. He's not speaking out of pocket and saying this Warlow was one of their hottest, if not their hottest yeah. upcoming stars like a year ago to this day. And not only have they cooled him off, but they've done more where he seems almost like a prelim guy right now. Yeah, um, I wonder if it's the same guy that took Stokely Hathaway as CD player. Oh, so there's like a thief going around, like the Repo Man. Tie it back in. Uh, <laughs> Repo Man, underrated song by the coup. Uh, so, um, the acclaimed took on Jack Cartwheel and Starboy Charlie. <laughs> Which is just fun to say. Uh, the acclaimed, good bars tonight, not the best. But it was good. Good freestyle. Yeah, and Jack Cartwheel is one of these next up and coming indie darlings. He's like every internet wrestling cliche all rolled into five foot and six inches. He's got the flippy flopping. He's short. He Everything that they say about the prototypical indie darling, this is Jack Cartwheel. Having said that, he is very fun to watch and whatnot, but I, I feel like he's going to be somebody who a lot of people are going to get behind in the AEW fandom. Uh, Matt Menard and Angela Parker went into the ring and mocked the acclaimed after that's yeah, interesting. And it's funny because their whole thing is that the acclaimed are sports entertainers. And they're absolutely right. The acclaimed are not these professional wrestlers. That's why they're the biggest stars in the show is because it's not because they backflip and they can do it. Yeah. Plancha. It's because they rap. They're entertaining. They're a lot of fun. They scissor. Who doesn't like that? The scissor thing is still like so over. It's really suck it for the next millennium. Yeah, what I love is that a lot of these cities are now incorporating Scissor into their city names. So this week it was Scissor Mento, Scissor Cisco, you know, and it kind of rolls off the tongue no matter where they've been. They've had a, a lot of good luck with these shows. Like if they go to Wyoming, that'll be a little, you know, tough. Scissor Oming or, but so far so good with the Scissor names. I don't know where they're going next. You should do pro wrestling bits just about like different cities and working Scissor into it. <laughs> <How> to- <laughs> How to scissor in your city. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's a good idea. You can break it down. Um, so uh, Takashita versus Preston Vance tonight. Kind of a quick match, but Takashita got the win. Looked really good. 
Very impressed in Vance. Who knows what happened with him? That seemed like they were going to have plans for him in terms of taking his mask off, but he's done nothing. They took his mask off and they took his push. Mm, so it goes sometimes. Uh, Swerve Strickland put Keith Lee on notice. It's a good promo. Th these promos by Swerve need to be on dynamite. And this yeah. feud should be bigger than just the Rampage feud because I thought this was a really good promo from Swerve. Randy Hawkins, $5, saying maybe QT broke into Wardlow's car. Oh, he definitely did. That's what's being implied. I agree, good fella, 1422. They they did SCU kind of dirty. Yeah, they were, and they were over. When, when AEW first opened his doors and they were tag team champions and everything, they were a good act. They were kind of the acclaimed before the acclaimed. Mm. You know what? I'll, and... and during all in, they were one of my favorite things in wrestling when they were building to all in and they would do mm -hmm. this is the worst town mm -hmm. I've ever been to. That was amazing. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. They were like, Yeah, I'm not saying the acclaimed gimmicks the same, but they were that fan favorite, put them out there, everyone would get hyped, participate. Like it's it's actually kind of remarkable that SCU got just like just became like not utilized so quickly. Yeah, especially their political ties. They're very close with the Young Bucks and all those guys. Mm -hmm. You know, they were the day ones with All In. And that's a good comparison, Glenn. I like that they were kind of the acclaim before the acclaim because they did have the catchphrases that people wanted to say. And that was a big attraction. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, there was cowboy shit. There was the, you know, the Bucks and, uh, 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 you know, uh, Penta and Phoenix having like yeah. their little catchphrases back and forth. But I feel like yeah, SCU was probably SCU would have been my pick to be the DX of AEW early on. Oh really? Well, I mean, because then they'd have to be rebels, and they're what are they like four? They're in their forties. Uh, I mean, you could be rebellious here. I'm forty-seven, I'm sure and I'm can. I still stick it to the man all the time. You know? <laughs> That's your hey, daddy ass is in his sixties, and he's still a rebel. Yeah. I get why NXT had to have him play by the rules and let him go. I still think that's one of the worst releases they ever made. Of what? Uh, of, of, of Kip. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Yeah. He was really good. He's a good mind for wrestling. And I think he's obviously added something to AEW in front of the camera, but I think behind the scenes as a trainer, he's really good too. Yeah. Um. So, but no, I like the Swerve promo a lot. And I love this Mark Briscoe promo. Yeah, Mark Briscoe's great. People have such the utmost respect for him, so they're not even going to... This is a lively crowd, and they were very quiet when he was talking, in a good way, where they're engaged with everything that he's saying. And I love the idea of a reach for the sky ladder match. Not only does it make sense, reach for the sky in a ladder match, but yeah. obviously that was Jay Briscoe's big thing. So this is going to be great. Yeah, so the uh, great promo. Perfect mix, I think, of emotion, humor. Like, th this was really, really good tonight. And I think uh, Mark is showing more shades uh, to his character. Yeah, they're letting him, because that was my concern, is that, okay, they'll let him on TV, but maybe they just won't let him talk or let him out in front of crowds as part of a compromise. But no, he's full-fledged on AEW TV. And I hope he also gets to compete in this tag team ladder match. I think there's a good opportunity. You know, obviously, Jay can't be replaced, but if he can get with somebody who they can win the titles and go on a run, I think that would be a good rub for them to have. Yeah. So... Um, this guy been March 31st at Supercard of Honor. Oh man, that's yeah, that's WrestleMania weekend. Crazy. Uh oh, and then uh Penta and Ray came out. They're the first entrance announced for this. You know, it's funny, I don't know whether I'm gonna go to SmackDown or Supercard of Honor. And now that they're doing that Ray thing, I'm pretty much probably gonna go to SmackDown. 
I mean, sorry, but come on. Uh, Randy Hawkins, five dollars. Saying, did we get a Tony Khan, Herb Abrams like promo tonight? <laughs> we need more of those. Um, I think we need more like the 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 post show scrum with Tony not taking shit anymore. So, yeah, you know. I want that Tony on TV. Tony needs to act the way he does on Twitter on TV. I think that gives AEW a jolt. Um, so Rio versus Nyla Rose with Marina Shafir was the main event tonight. And uh, Rio getting the win over Nyla. Yeah, they're really pushing Rio. And Rio's over, man. Like, people for the whole match, essentially, were chanting Rio. And everywhere she goes, she gets over like this. And so they're really giving her the push. They'll probably put her against Jamie Hayter, maybe. I think she'd be a good challenger for Jade Cargill, who never gets anybody that they're pushing. So, I mean, why not put Rio with Jade Cargill? I mean, I know they're now doing the thing where the heels in their red flannel, the new NWO, women are spray painting Rio now, but I think Rio would be great for Jade. I think if they could give a match like what we saw with Roxanne and Mako, like for Jade to really have a more thorough match and a hard earned victory, I think that will help even further solidify her. Yeah. They, they just need to, they can't just keep the story with Jade or what they think is the story is that, oh, look, it's another win. She's 48 and 0. She's 49 and 0. You're not really building anything up if you're just telling me how many times she's winning. You need to actually build up stories behind these matches and build up her opponents as people who could potentially break this streak. So somebody like a Rio who keeps winning, I think in a match with Jade, I would fall for some false finishes. Like maybe this is going to be the day because I never trust them with Jade anyway. So I always fall for any of these finishes. But Rio would be a perfect opponent. I think that'd be good, but this match was really good. I think, uh, you know, Nyla's still got it. Uh, I feel like with Nyla, she had that really dominant run early on. Um, but I really enjoyed this match. I thought this was good. Nice to see the women in the main event. It was a uh, very thorough, competitive match. Both of them looked really good, got a lot of offense, got a lot of moves in. Rio winning with that escape after the beast bomb, then rolling her up. I thought it was a really good ending. And then Rose and uh, Shafir launching attack on Rio after work. So they still kind of look strong. But then Tony Storm and the Outcasts. Is that their name? The Outcasts. Yes. Storm, Soraya, and Ruby So <laughs> head to the ring with the Kansas. They're not the outsiders, they're the Outcasts. <laughs> and uh, they trying. sprayed an L on Rio. I mean, they're trying with this thing. Um, Riho, I guess, being a homegrown talent, gets spray painted on, I guess. Uh, th that's fine. <laughs> it was a fine ending to the show. But I thought um, Nyla Rose looked good. I, to your point, I do think she is very under it's underrated theme music, too. One of the few yeah. wrestling theme songs that's actually in my phone on my playlist that I like listening to. Uh, so I thought Nyla Rose also does very good big versus little giant versus David versus yeah. Goliath type matches. She's really She's good. She's got at that. good, good. She knows how to work wrestling psychology. And I think yeah. personally, every time I've seen her in a panel or interview, she's also just one of the funniest and most entertaining charismatic oh my people God. in the company. Probably the best Twitter account yeah. in wrestling. Yeah. Nyla Rose is legitimately like stand-up comedian funny she could yeah she's they really, really need funny. to feature her personality more they don't do that enough i know, I know they want her to be this monster and stuff like that but i don't think all monsters should be created equal where you have to have them breathing fire the way she does they need to let her be funny nyla on tv i think she'd get over like nobody's business especially when they let her turn babyface. and you never see that with uh, a more dominant wrestler that they tend to get put into that category of like well they're you know yeah really dominant in the ring
I would, that would be a funny support group. Yeah, like Nyla, you get like Braun, you get like Goldberg. Everyone's like, no one ever asked me about my hobbies. He's just always <laughs> like, oh my God, you had this amazing squash. It's like, I like to cook. Why don't they ever let me talk about that? You know? I like to fish. Nobody talks yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Randy Hawk, it's $5. I think it will be low rent NWO against Jade Cargill. Afro will be pissed if they spray paint. They're, they're not spray painting Jade. That ain't happening. Yeah, man. And, and you know what? I wouldn't mind that if Jade ran through Soraya, Tony Storm, oh. and Ruby Soho in separate matches. Yeah, let's go. Those are those are great opponents to beat, and I would mind it. Kelvin, $2 saying it's a crime how badly they're fumbling Jade. I mean, they just, there, there, there aren't the dimension. I feel like around match 40, win 40 we probably could have started saying okay let's try and let's try and expand the the cargill verse yeah the, the jade verse and like add some more layers to this that's the problem is that she's like the new cody rhodes where she's on an island away from everything else that's happening and they aren't really doing much other than having her win matches which kind of sounds like a, a weird complaint to have i know oh my god she's winning too much i know but as of the star that she is, it's very palpable and obvious that like she's plateaued only because they're not giving her the opponent she needs to level up. She's fully capable of leveling up, but they're not letting that happen. You know, Alfred, this might be antithetical to your waiting room philosophy, <laughs> but it is kind of like, what are we doing here? We're having a good time, but why don't we ever go out? Like, you know, what we do is fun. It's good. And we're really attracted. And this is, you know, very fun. But, but why aren't we like, why aren't we just seeing if there's something more here? You know? Yeah. No, that's great. I, I completely co-sign that. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. They, yeah, they need to get a little... Like, we need to have some real story. The stuff with the baddies, I mean, it's been okay. Jade is amazing. Just the look, the presence, the charisma, and they they book her in a way that showcases her skills, even though she's not mm -hmm. the most experienced wrestler right. in AEW, but I think it's, it, it's time. It's time to, like, let's take this up a notch. Yeah, absolutely. She's, I mean, just have her have a match against Britt Baker. Would that be the worst thing in the world? Yeah. We just had a pay-per-view where neither of them had a match. That's kind of on AEW. I understand that there was an hour-long Iron Man match, so you had to cut this short. But the fact that neither Jade nor Britt were really involved in a storyline that would result in a match was weird yeah. to me for Revolution. Yeah. So that was tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Supercard of Honor, WrestleMania weekend. It's going to be exciting, man. Yeah. All Got my Walleye Mania VIP tickets. Nice. Exciting. Uh, follow Alfred at This Is Nasty. He says, NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. I'm Eckline Rubenstein. If you like the show, like, rate, review, leave a comment. Have a great weekend, everyone. We will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. 
Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.